What up, Joe? It is episode 28. It's the Marshall Falk episode. Good call. Good call. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we back. Welcome to season two. Oh, man, it feels good to be back. Since last week. Last week was fun. Last week was fun. But this week's going to be even more fun. Why? Because the fellas are back. We got another special we guest with and us we in back the house. And we Everybody, how's your week doing? DP also introduced the guest week real quick. Yo, 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 quality week, man it's, it's hump day, well, it's hump night It's hump night, hump night. So, you know, y'all t- y'all tap in You know, when need be Hashtag But uh, we got my dog, my brother, Wesley Bertoni How y'all doing, how y'all doing? Yeah, man, uh, one of my one of my teammates from the University of Sioux Falls uh, Currently serves as the ST coordinator at Santa Monica College He is a long-snapping guru Long snapping specialist, you know, <laughs> he gets it done, he gets it done. So, you know, we happy to have you on here, bro. Welcome to the show, you know, Thanks vibe with us tonight. Yes, yes, welcome, welcome. And we will get to our special guest, Wesley, here in a second. But as you guys know, we started the show with a real quick rundown called FYI for your info, real quick. Here we go locally, uh, in Los Angeles, uh. Soccer team LAFC lost yesterday to the Seattle Sounders in the Western Conference Finals matchup in the MLS 3-1. Unfortunately, however, LAFC has come back in back-to-back seasons since their inception last year with consecutive playoff appearances this year being their deepest run. Congrats to them, but unfortunately no championship come to LA in the world of soccer. Also last night, the Los Angeles Lakers posted up a monstrous win over the Memphis Lakers, Grizzlies. Baby. Lakers! 120-91 over the Memphis Grizzlies with Anthony Davis putting up a historic 40 points and 20 rebounds in only three quarters of play. Who's the last one to do that? I believe it was Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal, come on now. Yes. We finally got somebody comparable to one of the greats. Come on now, stop there, playing with us. There we go. Plimo basketball left. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, if you are tuning in live, uh, the World Series is going on right now, so there is no uh, champion in baseball yet. However, the Washington Nationals did come down from 2-0 in the 7th to uh, not outstanding. 4-2 league currently live against the Houston Astros in Houston. It is the top of the night with one out remaining in the game. As well, uh, in the NFL, L.A. Rams trade a cornerback, Akeem Tlaib, who is already on the injury reserve, to the Miami Dolphins, along with a fifth-round pick for a future draft pick there to free up some cap space to retain Jalen Ramsey in the next couple of seasons, who they traded for two weeks ago from the Jacksonville Jaguars. And for all my New Yorkers out there listening, the Jets are still a dumpster fire. You're welcome. You like how I said that <laughs> But anyways Our favorite segment One of our favorite segments The warm up this week Dustin, what you got for us? Alright, y'all ready? We ready <coughs> We ready So you know, in, in, in light of, of uh, the, the primary focus of tonight's episode yes. the, the, the question I have for the panel who will be on the cover of NCAA? Because they're gonna release one. Who, if, if they, if you could take just within these last two seasons, if they were to do a series of where uh, or a situation where they highlight some of the the years that they missed the game, because it's been it, it was what they haven't re- released one since 2013. If they were to oh, do, uh, is it 13? I think it was probably yeah. Yeah, I think it was 13. Because they had um, 
uh, RG3 was on the last cover If I'm not right. mistaken So uh, if they were to do a a cover That highlights the the top players Between these last 14? 14? 14 Okay so 14 excuse me so Was Denard on the cover of that one? Denard Robinson RG3 was before him Yeah Okay Go blue So Anyway <laughs> hey, You know I gotta shout out Michigan whenever I can Well played So if they were to do like a uh, A series to where They highlighted the top players Over these past uh, Five years And They uh, They released one With a current guy on the cover Kind of same way they do 2K And then they also did one That was like a historical series Where they kind of go back Over these last five years And pick like three Three or four guys That'll highlight the cover Who, who would y'all think Would be on that cover It gotta be Quarterback from Clemson, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. I can see Trevor Lawrence being on there. That's, that's a legit easy choice. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go uh, Lamar, Lamar Ooh, yes. or Ezekiel Elliott. One of the two. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. And I hate Ohio State. Go blue. <laughs> right. Go blue. Um. Hold on. Why you thinking? I'm gonna say Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I knew. Oh. I knew that. You were say, I don't know why. It's my mindset. <laughs> that, that's why like last week when you knew I was gonna call yeah, Dan, yeah. bro. Yeah, I'm gonna go Deshaun Watson. You know who Loki might get it though. I think um, Tua might still make it. I was thinking that, yeah. especially because, because he's projected to go in the first round this year after the season's over, mm-hmm. and then for him to get the NCAA cover post leaving college, mm-hmm. I think having yeah. that, I think. Potentially, what a what a potential model could be is, hey, we'll give we'll pay the cover guy more money than we would the current players, as they should from, from a yeah. fairness system. Uh, so I think Tool might end up getting it because he's now leaving college. And you and you would say that for that for this current for that regular that one where it's just that 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 yeah. current player that's on there. Yeah. Now going back. To uh to the cover that the classic cover so to speak with the the dynasty cover for the last five years or whatever I would I would I think Ooh. that would that would feature somebody like an like an Amari Cooper because mm-hmm. he 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 missed the cut they didn't have no NCAA no. when he was when he was there True. you know who they need to put on just to like piss the world off put Reggie on that cover oh please he, do Reggie already had a cover though no 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 but you have to. No, what you have to do is put him on the cover of the Heisman edition, just to rub Ooh. it in their face. If you're gonna give a middle finger to society, do that, please do. I'm now, here for it, and, and I'm a Trojan. I'm a Trojan guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm here a Trojan for it. guy. So I rock with that. <laughs> Thank but you. Just, but I think just to put a middle finger to everybody, you put Johnny Manziel on the cover of the Heisman joint. Yeah. You got to put Money Manziel on there. Yeah. That money would be sign. crazy, yeah. yeah just like the money side, yep. Just like that would be that would be hilarious. That would be cool. Or put both of them on, but you put them on the cover two different systems. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I can now rock we with got that. Yeah, the bonus pack. I can yeah, rock with yeah, that. Yeah. I can rock. With. I and then, somebody get PS4, somebody get Xbox. <laughs> and yeah. then and then they had a and then they have a feature to where you can. Take over their career, like you could start their career oh, and lead it. Yeah. That'd be tight. That'd be oh dope. man, that'd be tight. That would be yeah, funny. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be legit. that'd be cool. Directed by Spike Lee, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Bring Spike back. There we go. And then, and then we're gonna have Fab do the soundtrack. Okay. Oh, nah, he lost my Either they would probably either do Rick Ross, DJ Khaled. I don't think Jay would do it. I don't think. I don't think Jay would do it. He's done the NBA 2K stuff. 
Yeah, and this would be with EA Sports. So Khaled, because well, didn't he do? Uh, Khaled does everything. But he did 2K already. So he? what? He does everything. Hey, <laughs> he everywhere. Freak, yeah. freak it real good and go ahead and make t- let TDE do it. That'd be cool. That'd be tough. That'd yeah, be cool. Kendrick on there, J Rock, I Reason. Yeah, that'd be uh, cool. That'd yeah. be dope. And yep. that, yep. and I don't think. I mean, I don't know. I ain't played the new two K yet, so I don't. I know have if, not either. Yeah, I don't know if I they on no they featured on any of them. But I know yeah. Fab is on there. I know yeah. you are gonna have the, the bigger name guys that's already on there. But just have have somebody like TDE or even I mean you know they probably tailored to the younger generation might have a little Uzi Vert, little Yachty, yeah. little cats on there. Put, uh, put King on there. We won King. Yeah, hey, t- there we go for the coach. Yeah, and he probably would be on there. Oh, he for probably sure. would for sure. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> hey, let Rock Nation do it. Rock yeah, Nation, they could let do Rock it. Nation do it because that way you do have Uzi. You also have anybody at Cal's affiliated. You get Nipsey on there. Facts. You get a uh, who? They, uh, you got Yo Gotti on there. You got a uh, Meek. Probably uh, mess around. Have a chance on there. Yeah, he'll sneak yeah. on there. I mean, you have a lot of people. You go Rock Nation. Uh, you have Dreamville Rock, gonna hop J. on there. Yeah, that's right. You gotta have Dreamville on there. Got you, to. I gotta have Vic Mensa. That was a joke. Don't put Vic Mensa. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him perform live once. Bro, he had a house party this past weekend. That I was gonna go to. It was on Sunday. Look and at you. No, they. <laughs> he was setting stuff on fire. What? Yeah. What is it, wrong like with that? First of all, how, you, first of all, how you gonna set something on fire in LA when half the city burning? Uh, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> set something on fire. We gotta say the Ed Wood. Hey, and all that. Shout, shout out to the first responders. Shout out to the first yeah. responders. Shout out to LeBron feeding them today. Yep. Yeah. Taco Tuesday yesterday. Taco Tuesday. Yeah, the whole arena yelling it. Yeah. Yeah, That's, man, that was tight. I think every Kobe hater probably hated the fact that they all chanted Tackle Tuesday and then he got involved with it. Yeah. Something Kobe would never do. Ever. No, but the thing that's crazy too. <laughs> he would never do that. I'm just I'm low key still mad that LeBron really tried to get Taco Tuesday trademark. It's culture appropriation. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's like Ye getting uh what was that? Trying to get Sunday service trademark? Like, yeah. That, or that's on, like bro, really? or that's like Michael Rappaport trying to trademark soul food. <laughs> You get my point. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You get my point, though. <laughs> like, it don't it don't make no sense, dog. Zero. He's over here dying. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that was wild. See, this is why we do the show to crack jokes because we are here for these jokes. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, let's get it to. Our guest Wesley, who has joined us graciously this evening. Pew 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 pew. pew, 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 pew. Are we on the air? <laughs> so Wes, tell the good folks out there um, a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background. Santa Monica uh, City College football team. So tell us a little bit about your background, dude. Um, my name is Wesley. Uh, I played at used to play at Santa Monica College. For sure. Um, I didn't start playing football until I went to Santa Monica College. Oh, wow. So when I stepped on the field, that was my first time ever. Okay. Um, my whole high school career, I played basketball, baseball, everything. Um, once I got to Santa Monica College, my brother was like, you want to play football? I was like, sure. And I tried to play <laughs> linebacker. And I was oh. like, okay, this isn't going to really work for me. <laughs> I need to find out a way to get onto the field. And then it just so happened my brother before me played um, at 
University of Arizona, where he got a scholarship for long snapping. Okay. So I was able to learn from my brother for those two years coming up. Okay. So it was really cool to be able to learn from him and have him on the staff. So I was able to improve on long snapping. And um, I had two years at SMC, and then after that, I had to register a year because of my academics. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I was able to find a home in Sioux Falls where I met uh, Dustin. Okay. Was really cool. Um, go cool. The crazy story <laughs> is, is that I was supposed to go to about like two other schools before going to that school. So I had Nebraska. I was supposed to walk on over there, University of Nebraska. Um, before that, fell through and didn't work out. Um, they called me and was like, hey, you took the wrong classes. Um, what? Yeah, so they're like, if you come over and start, then we're all good. Scholarship, yada, yada. So I'm good. Okay, cool. Uh, nothing else to think about. I'm coming. Wow. Dang. And then after that, they're like, sorry, you took the wrong class. Good luck. Click. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, Cutthroat. Exactly. And then luckily wow. I had Sioux Falls there waiting for me. Um, I didn't report to the school till first game day. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. All we hearing is like, yeah, we got another cat from LA coming in. Like, oh, word? Yeah. Where was he during camp? Yeah, like, yeah. I missed everything. So, workouts, everything. And yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And I got there uh, that Sunday, signed everything, got there Monday, and they're like, okay. I had nothing, I didn't know anything about the school either. So, when I got there, I saw the train and about like five people in the airport. And you were in the middle like, of nowhere. I was like, this isn't like LAX anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Sioux Falls Airport is the most laid back airport you will ever go on. Second to Little Rock. I but, can imagine. Sioux <laughs> yeah. Falls Airport is small, bro. You get, you get end up getting there for checking about like 20 minutes before yeah. your flight. Mm. Just have it work out. <laughs> That's heaven. Yeah. yeah, facts. So that that was cool being able to go there, meet people. Uh, Dustin here in LA, and then guys in San Diego all the way to Minnesota and Australia. Like, um, yeah, Cornelius. Yep. So Shout out to Corn. Out there playing rugby in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Lit. Lit. Oh, that's what's up, yeah. man. And then after that, um, after I was done playing, I wanted to keep going and just help out uh, other kids with long snapping. Yeah. So my brother not only taught me how to snap, but he also taught me how to be a coach. Yeah. Um, being able to help other kids in long snapping and in life. Okay. Um, so now I work with a company called Rubio Long Snapping. Okay. So where we have camps all over different states, California, Texas, um, Dallas, anywhere you think of. Yeah. Um, and then we meet up all in like a big, one, each, two times a year, we meet up in Vegas for like the biggest competition of just specialists. You never think of a thing of just specialists. Shoot, this is called pump pass and kick competition, baby. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's crazy. It's getting bigger every That's year. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's really cool that you found that niche within the sport that I think a lot of people definitely overlook mm-hmm. because when we see, you know, bloopers or highlight reels or lowlights of football, sometimes it really is a snapper yeah. not getting the ball to whether it's the kicker, um, QB, whatever the case may be, like, correctly. Yeah. Or it's, you know, over, it's long, it's short, you know, it's wide out. You're like, yo, like, yo. Yeah. Like, you need some help, man? Uh-huh. And, and, you know, just to kind of – to uh, 
to brag on his on his coaching real quick. For sure. He has not only does he have one of my former athletes that earned a D1 scholarship for uh, long snapping, but he's coached a plethora of other guys that have offers now and are currently playing at the next level as well. Dang. So, say where's the round of applause there? Hold on. <laughs> we, need, we, we need to show some love for that one. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he he's a true he's a true specialist. Like, that's dope. You know, that's that's what he does. It's definitely a, a position for parents that don't want to have their kids go into the the football area and get beaten up in a way. Yeah. yeah. And you could just specialize in something that you're not gonna get killed every day in. Yeah. And just go. specialize in that one thing. Although yeah. it's a hard business for it right now, but yeah. you get a scholarship that's your education right there. Yeah. And you get to practice with the kickers, low key. Exactly. <laughs> right. You for get real. to practice Facts. with the kickers. Yeah. But you gotta run with the linemen. Oh, and man. and keep it G in the NFL, <laughs> like long snappers, I would say long snappers and punters are probably the longest lasting position in the NFL. Like you got, you can have a long snapper that's borderline fifty years old. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like all he's doing is snapping and getting downfield. Yeah. You know what yep. I'm saying? <laughs> and then, and he's, you got some lit, turned up, swole long snappers that will g- come down there and I hit clean you. Somebody, yeah, man. so it's dope. Oh yeah. man, that's cool. Yeah. That's really that's really sweet. <laughs> I didn't I'd expect none of that. Yeah. <laughs> like DK threw it a true gym, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> right here in LA. That's what's up, man. Yeah, bro. So now from a camp standpoint, once you know your season is over, so when does the camp circuit start for you guys? Um we have it doesn't hit off until about um we have like one camp during season around like October okay. for like the LA area and then he'll go to different states. Um, he'll probably go to Dallas in a couple months. Um, our biggest one will really start to kick off back. It would be January. It's something the kids are usually like, I need to prepare for January. That's the where I need to showcase. Yeah. I need to perform my best yeah. and just focus up because he ranks each kid not only on the you're a good long snapper, but like their mentality, how they snap, yeah, like, yeah. how are you gonna react to a bad snap? Yeah. Like it's really that gives he really gives that like real evaluation to each kid. He's not mm. gonna just because you give me the certain amount of stuff, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give you that ranking. He's really truly like one of the best to ever do it. And he's been doing it for like for a long time too. That is yeah. sick. That's dope. That's cool. Now getting into um, the teenager coach, you know, Santa Monica College. Um, you know, you guys scheduled um, record. You know, over the past, uh, looks like the last seven games, you guys have a two or five record mm-hmm. um, at the moment. But your next game coming up against Pasadena City, um, who has posted a three or four record so far. So going from you know what you've done so far to into your next matchup, how do you guys feel like you can uh, fare out against um, an opponent like them? I think we're gonna do uh, really well. Um, our last couple games that we've had, we've had some hiccups, ups and downs. Uh, I feel like we can prevent some certain things that have happened. Yeah. And each week we get better, and we were able to fix those things. Uh, Pasadena is a great, great school because they've played some like top JCs out there, like Saddleback. Um, they really have a good team. Um, but I think we'll be able to prepare and be able to execute this week. Um, yeah, they have a really good running back and everything, but we have a lot of older guys this year coming back from last year because our last year class was our sophomores were only we only had about like five sophomores. 
Okay. So we were returning a lot of guys from from last year. No. But um, yeah, I think we we're, we're gonna fare out pretty well against this team. Okay. Um, we're for prepare, preparing. Um, it's just right now the fires kind yeah. of keeping uh, us yeah. up and yeah. okay. up and down, so it's more uh, mental reps. Yeah. yeah. Now, now explain that because I mean I think a lot of people out there that aren't local that are listening, um, you know, pro- across you know other states. You know, how have those Getty fires that have been, you know, closer to you guys, how has that affected your day-to-day schedule from a preparation standpoint going into an upcoming matchup? Um, nothing really changes, but to be, like, to do the the physical stuff. Sure. Um, more of, like, the, the running around. Um, we still have the certain meetings. We still have everything that we need to have, but the conditioning. Yeah. No, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can breathe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody can breathe outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and now too, as far as you know, outlook and uh, you know your your specific preparation for an upcoming opponent. You know, tell everybody out there what it is that you do from a game planning standpoint and how your input from the practice field, from the film room, how does that incorporate into the game plan? Really, just to be able to uh, figure out like anything they want to do. Like with special teams, you could do trick plays. You could do anything to mess with the other team just to not be prepared so anything that i see where it's something that we haven't seen or there's an onside kick or one guy's over here who shouldn't be over there mm-hmm. then that's how i prepare um if it's nothing crazy then it'll just be a regular to get prepared for that to okay we're gonna five guys over here five guys over there okay for kickoff so we're gonna single out the fastest guy on that kickoff team okay. so we got to be able to block him um kickoff punt everything uh because all it helps more for long snapping as well because i could go and look at a long snapper as well and be like oh, okay he's not very determining his strength and weaknesses yeah, just kind of be able to, to see how that's how that's going and everything yeah would you um just based off um you know as a specialist and of course your uh your primary focus as a even as an athlete was uh that special teams portion of the game who would you say would kind of be um maybe either maybe a mentor or a resource of yours for um you know kind of getting some type of um some some sort of guidance and towards uh special teams I'd say our, our head coaches uh, helped me out a lot. Coach Ledwith, yeah, he's helped me out a lot. Um, he's been to a lot of schools, uh, Fresno State. Um, he got to work with Coach Baxter, I think his name is at SC. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the special teams coach there, so I've been able to learn a lot from him. Um, just, just where like our footwork is to where to place a guy if there's a um, a trick play or onside kick. Just like his whole mentality on special teams, he's just ready for every anything and everything so i pick up on everything that he talks about and i, I gotta listen to everything he says because it's stuff that i need to know as well so i have to make sure i pay attention Facts. yeah yeah now you know on a personal note and you being you know as a young coach you know um your trajectory going forward you know do you see yourself at the d1 level at the nfl level or do you like really working with the high school kids and helping them develop and grow um i like the high school kid level but um Honestly, I didn't really know until I started during college coaching that until is when I really uh, saw that coaching, like, in a team aspect. Yeah. Mm. Being able to see that and 
coaching older guys too because it's a different mentality from high school to college guys yeah junior college guys because it's more of a grind in a way yeah like it's not something where uh you could play around with in a way because these are guys that need to get out want to get out and have so much like potential yeah to go to those d1 schools and have a future you know because our future is in football is and playing is kind of over so to be able to help them is means way more than yeah. to help our own you know okay yeah and i and i would say in my my perspective of of juco ball is um so you have like you were explaining high school ball you have juco ball and you have that next level whether it be Division one, Division two, NAI, whatever the case may be, uh, I think JUCO ball is that gray area in between, to where you have you you have a mix of of guys that they're going to take it extremely seriously because they they like you said everybody wants to go D one, you know what I'm saying? That's the goal, and then you have guys that will literally kind of like shoot themselves in the foot because they can't handle. The uh, the necessary or not the necessary, but the probable adversities that kind of come with with JUCO ball. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be a kid that's from LA that's going to JUCO in LA, so you still have all those distractions in uh, your yeah. city. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed to that kid that's coming from Texas, mm-hmm. don't really know nobody in LA, don't have nobody in California, so his drive is do what I got to do here, school, football, I'm yeah. gone. You know what I'm saying? So I think it, it takes a special person to coach Juco ball and be able to deal with the different uh, nuances that come with that um, because you, you catch them in that space where they're not necessarily just grown men and women yet, yeah. but they're on that cusp of like, yeah. I know it all. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you, you know, it takes, it's a, it's a, it takes a special person to have to uh, – Deal with that and kind of balance those mm-hmm. those personalities. And I, and my assumption is, and you guys can agree or disagree with me, but let me know. Do you guys feel like you know, with your experiences at the JUCO level, that there's a much more hands-on approach to these players because compared to a D1 where you have so many coaches spread out amongst 110 guys that maybe somebody can really just fall out the wayside because somebody's not taking those extra reps with them compared to a JUCO level where it's. Uh, a lot more teaching, a lot more coach, but then you guys are an intimate group because there is that grind that everybody's going through together. Mm. I feel like it's just uh, it's harder for guys to for JUCO. It's harder because you don't have as much stuff as a D one school. Sure. So you don't have as many things as resources to go and like guys. In a, in a way, there's certain guys that are really like DP said, like guys that are dedicated to it. But then there's guys that are just not as much dedicated because D1 you're more dedicated in a way because you have that scholarship you're, yeah. you're going to get all the stuff but in JUCO you're not going to get the gear you're not going to get the protein shake you're, you have to go out and do your own right. thing yeah. and then get your job you have to have a job you have to have like a lot of guys for our school are out of state so they don't have that, that income mm-hmm. of that scholarship and not all of them get um, financial aid either mm-hmm. so it's a little harder to to get all that right yeah um i've i've never i've i haven't had the opportunity to, or i haven't coached at the juco level yet so my my uh perception of that only comes as a small period of a as being a player so i spent i spent a spring at fresno city um 
back when I was in undergrad in 2000, this was 2000, uh, 2011. And, um, just my experience as a player, I was just kind of able to, to see, cause I, I was on the team for a, a short period of time at Fresno state and, you know, just being in that atmosphere and, and, um, you know, having those coaches around that kind of, you know, they, uh, you know, there was coaches that were on NFL staffs there. There were coaches that had just been, you know, they just, they just had years of experience behind them. Yeah. So it, it was just a different, um, you just got a different vibe from those guys. Yeah. And so in certain situations at a JUCO level, you may not necessarily come into a program where everybody's going to play. Like everybody's going to get reps. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you have some JUCO programs where they're, the best guy's going to play and he's going to play. Mm-hmm. And then you have some JUCOs where the best guy's going to play, but we're going to make sure you and G get reps as well. Okay. You know what I'm saying? To where everybody has an opportunity to get yeah. looked at. And, you know, I, I personally feel that a lot of JUCOs are like that, but then you do come across those JUCOs where they just got star guys mm-hmm. and those guys are going to be the ones that play. Mm-hmm. So if you're a freshman, you come into a situation where you either have uh, – a freshman that had offers but didn't have the grades or you come into a situation where you have a sophomore that's coming off an all-american year as a freshman you not you might not play and you might be forced to gray shirt you know what i'm saying sure so uh, explain what gray shirt means for people out there that don't know so and you could wes you could tag in because i just i have a different perception of it you actually live it like because you coach at the juco level but from my understanding gray shirt is for a player that he comes into the program, but is he's not eligible to play. He can practice, and, mm-hmm. and he's fully enrolled in classes to get his grades up yep, yep. to be eligible that following spring. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, gray shirt is different than red shirt, as yeah. opposed to red shirt. Um, and there's a scholarship component, too. Yes. <clears throat> but you don't have to be on Scully to red shirt. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't. Um, and then and gray shirt can come from the division level as well. Yes. So, uh, for example, if you say G was about to go to the University of Missouri, he didn't have the grades. They still wanted him. They gray shirt him, send him to a JUCO to get his grades up. Mm-hmm. He co- he goes to uh, Missouri in the spring. Mm-hmm. And so red shirt. Right huh? And then he comes right back. Yeah, then he comes right back. Never knew about it. <laughs> yeah. And then red shirt uh, is just a situation where it might be depth. You know, you might not be big enough, strong, you know. Yeah. So they go ahead because everybody has five years to play four years. Yep. So yeah. that red shirt year is just that extra year for you to develop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there may be certain circumstances where we might have to pull your red shirt because those other guys are getting hurt. Yeah. Guy might that be ineligible. 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 Yeah, you just got to hop in the fire. Yeah. Um, and then also to, to comment on what you mentioned about uh, – the certain resources at the D1 level or, or the certain coaches. Honestly, I mean, the the highest level I ever coached at was Division II. Mm-hmm. And um, my experience there, excuse me, being that it was a smaller Division II school in New Mexico Highlands University, um, the staff was a – it was a smaller staff. Sure. Uh, so when it came to – How many on staff if you, re- if you recall? Uh, if I recall – it might have been uh, one, two, four, six, eight, ten, maybe twelve of us on okay. staff, um, and and so we literally had our hands in everything. We rotated laundry, 
We help with equipment. That's real. <laughs> like um, we set up the field, you know. So um, it was a little bit more intimate for us, just because it was less of us. Yeah. And so I think at the Division One level, at times you might get lost in the sauce, especially if you're not maybe in the, in the three deep on the depth chart. Um, Still so, too deep. Yeah, in some cases, I would say even too deep. You know, because uh, I mean, even even playing at the Division Two level, I sm- played at a smaller Division Two uh, before I got to Sioux Falls. Um, I mean, of being that it was smaller, you everybody knows who you are. Yeah. So at a Division One level, one is more players, it's more coaches, it's more resources that's available to you. So depending on the type of player you are, you might get lost in the sauce. You never know. Yeah. But um, you know, I think. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, you doing what you got to do outside of what's required of you, no matter where you are. Sure. So. No, I I love the breakdown. I hope everybody out there appreciates that breakdown because, I mean, there's so many levels and facets to this thing called college sports. And I think if you don't know, then you don't pay attention to it. Yeah. And so, I mean, I mean, obviously Netflix put out the, uh, What's the show? Last Chance, uh, Last Chance you. you. And I think that brought a new light and a positive light to Juco football. I'm um, a Juco athletics period because where some people look at it and go, oh, I can't do that. I'm too good for that. Like, no, hold on. Yeah, wait a minute. A- you might actually need that to get better to develop and Facts. actually get the uh, development that you really deserve. And you can actually get that attention versus going to gray shirt or red shirt somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then you get lost. And now you're trying to transfer because nobody loves you. <laughs> After they don't promise you X, Y, and Z, he's like, hold on, well, go get your shine on. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Cash Money Records. I wonder where they're going <laughs> next for Last Chance U. Uh, it's a school, uh, it's a school it, in, doesn't in it Cali, switch, Doesn't it switch around? Like, it doesn't switch every year? Yeah. Nah, not every year. Every okay. few years. Oh, every few but years. It's, it's some school, uh, I, I believe, up north. I forget up the north. name of the school. But um, supposedly they, they've been a pretty good program, but... Uh, Man, I hate to see uh, Independence College go from on there. Like it was, yeah. lo- it was low key like they series. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're still doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, I, I believe their head coach uh, Kiyoshi. He he's a solid cat for that job. Like I mean, no disrespect for Coach, to coach Brown, yeah. you know, but he uh, I believe Kiyoshi was the assistant head coach when uh, Coach Brown was leading the program. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's doing some good things over there for sure. It's crazy how they could give those guys could give out scholarships, so it's a right. easier. Mm-hmm. Right, but like California during colleges, you can't give out scholarships. Correct. Did not know that. Yeah, Didn't so that. guys amazing. coming out of state have to give out pay even more. Yeah. Pl- plus housing. Plus housing. So, because I I don't know if y'all are tapped in with many like athletes, younger athletes on Twitter, but you'll see kids. Tweet out that they got offered by a junior college, yeah, because they legit were given a scholarship to yeah. go there. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it happens like that. And then same, same with uh, with prep schools. Prep mm-hmm. schools will give you some scholarship yeah. money. You know, yeah. and and I know it's bigger on the East Coast with the prep schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Especially with basketball for sure. Yeah, yeah. especially you have um, you have a lot of boarding schools that are like that. And then you also had the IMG Academy in Florida. Correct. Yeah. Uh, you and, have um, Spire in Spire. Ohio, in Ohio oh. which uh, Lamella Ball went to. It's right outside of Cleveland and there. What was the school uh, Jordan went to? Do you remember? I can't remember. It was on the East Coast. Jordan Crawford. Because remember, he went there right before he went oh, to Oh, Oak Hill? Nah, he didn't go to But Oak Hill. a lot of NBA guys went to Oak Hill. Oh, yeah. That's like 
And that's in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, Melo went there. KD went there for a year. Stackhouse, Rondo, oh, um, Josh Smith. J- yeah, I didn't Josh even Smith know that uh, Kevin Durant went there for a little bit. First he, freshman year, yeah. 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 KD went to like three high schools. Yeah. Because yeah. his best friend was uh, Mike Beasley. Mike Beasley went to like 16 different schools, something like that, because he kept fighting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mike Beasley was a hot head. Yeah, that's Durant's boy. But, yeah, they produced a lot of people. <laughs> DMV in the house. <laughs> <laughs> DMV. Where's Wale we need? Okay. Uh, <laughs> we've had this talk. Uh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, that, that, that is a story for you. <laughs> Once again, another off-air story. Uh, one day we will do the big room footage for you. Next week, no, Miss Jackson. <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all, y'all going to have to pay for that. They have to pay for that. They have to pay for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. Now, uh, going back into the uh, high school as far as y'all you know the high school coaching part. Now, how many guys from that program have you put at D1 colleges in the last couple of years? I would say we probably have about three or four. Legit. It's been a couple of years where our first year there, we had a little my or my first year, their mm-hmm. year there, um, I coached there with my brother. Mm-hmm. He's the online coach, um, as well as a specialist coach that helps me out as well. Um, our first year there, our head coach got fired. Game like three. So that first year was kind of just a... a Let's get it done. Yeah, like, we so got to find well, a way. And we're in okay. a higher yeah. 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 Now you got to coach by committee. Yeah. Legit. <laughs> but it's crazy because uh, SMC has crazy resources. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they just... They're in some of the things they just rebuild. Like, yeah. So, I mean, we have like all the facility. It's just the thing is the, ho- the hardest thing for us is just the housing. Sure. So, so, the so housing expensive is, over yeah. there. Yeah. If we had how if we were able to like give out housing, then that would help us a lot in being able to recruit. But okay, that gives us just a little bit. But as because our head coach, our coach Ledwith, he's a really good head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, we're starting to rebuild basically. So this is our third year, I think it is. Okay, um, he's done an amazing job being able to like bring up the program. Yeah. So I think when probably next year we're gonna come back even stronger each year we do better um especially after our first year there him getting the uh that head coaching job after our head coach left yeah so i think we're gonna be able to bounce back especially with all the facilities got two brand new locker rooms i mean one brand new locker room two brand new weight rooms oh no it's crazy yeah oh we will definitely be making a (laughs) picture it's nice i just want sideline pass (laughs) (laughs) it's nice no that's no that's cool that's really exciting and everybody out there uh pay attention to santa monica college obviously they got a good thing going we have now a new friend of the program that's coaching there so now we are officially fans of their program as well so hey appreciate you coming on man and while we sticking on topic and actually before we move on to the next big thing just want to let y'all know quick update the washington nationals officially defeated the houston astros for their first ever world series title they defeated them six to two bryce harper how you feeling dog take that Bryce Harper and Bryce how you feeling $300 million and How you feeling Tigers fans How you feeling Sheesh And feeling light Angels fans How you feeling oh. <laughs> And that's $400 million. What's up Trout Yikes <laughs> uh, You know I throw shots at everybody It's okay One one of these days Somebody go run up on me And be like Hey Mark stop talking Ish. You're like Alright Maybe <laughs> But uh, go back into college sports, and one thing that you mentioned, Wes, there about um, you know needing the funding for housing. 
uh, the NCAA made a, I wouldn't call it a miraculous decision, but they definitely made a unanimous vote on players now being able to get paid off their name, image, and likeness. So thank you, NCAA. Where are you at? Round of applause for that. Rich. Rich. They did that. They did it. They They really did. did. Now, it has also been met with skepticism, critics. Uh, We'll take a listen to one clip here by uh, one Jalen Rose. Shout out to Detroit. Uncle (laughs) Jalen. Yeah. to be grandstanding or patting themselves on the back about change taking place because it didn't take place. I want to continue to stress this point. The NCAA, by the way, is a nonprofit organization. That's another subject for another day. It's a private institution in theory. It's almost like saying, when I'm in my mother's house, I go by her rules. It don't matter what the rules of the state of Michigan are. Mm -hmm. When you walk through these halls of ESPN, you're going by the rules of the company, not by the rules of New York City. And so, basically, when he says he doesn't basically want to see athletes, student-athletes compete against professionals, he deems professionals those that are capitalizing off their name and their likeness <laughs> yeah. and their imagery. So that, that, that's a contradiction in itself. And as you alluded to, being on a team that we wore blank shirts on purpose, okay, out of bl- a, a silent protest because we realized the kind of money that was being made off of us it's just it's just laughable when I see people on both sides really are, are patting themselves on the back like change has happened when it really hasn't taken place. Wanted to give a chance for Paul Feinbaum to comment on this as well. You are known more than anything else for your commentary on college sports. What was your perspective on yesterday? Well, I hate to quote Macbeth this early in the morning, but <laughs> oh, the, the statement was full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. It was a total con job. And I expected nothing more from the NCAA. They put the story out, and, and all of us, you know, we start getting the alerts on our phone. And go, man, this is like a, a landmark ruling from the Supreme Court. And then you started to read in between the lines, and, and they were full of crap, uh, as they always are and always will be. In what way? I mean, give, in, what, but, in what way? Well, they, 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 they put out a narrative as if something had changed. Nothing has changed. Yeah. And, and, and the only reason they're even putting this out, and everyone here, I think, agrees, is because they are about to have this assault of litigation. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you I, think? I think they, they are grasping this power, which is the problem. We were on the precipice, potentially, of the power being outside of their hands. By giving it back to them, we, we're just months removed from them um, writing a letter to, to um, the California governor to tell him that what he was doing was a problem. Now, all of a sudden, they're on board and we can trust you to marshal this process. That's an issue. And then the last thing is they still aren't paying the players for their labor. They're still pretending like they are not employees, and that's a problem. Well, what this is, is they want to remain in control. Now we had this litigation and you had different legislation in different states that were trying to push forward in a way to actually help these players. And so now they say we can control the narrative because now we aren't talking about the legislation in each state. We're now talking about the NCAA and what they did. And I agree with Jalen. It's about the grandstanding. It's about having that name called anytime we speak about players, image, and likeness. Listen, there were also politicians who took the opportunity to grandstand shamelessly on this yesterday. all right, so how'd y'all feel about that? That's crazy. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I ain't going to stunt. As I was first hearing Jalen Rose speak on it, I'm like, wait a minute. What? what? Like, 
and then it started to make sense to me towards the towards the end end of it. Um, I mean, I get it, I get it, I get it. But I mean, at the end of the day, the players can't win for losing. Like the NCAA clearly wants to still have their hand in the pot. They still want to make it as if they, uh, like you said, as if they're in control of what's taking place. So the fact, like, like, um, like they were saying, the fact that they were just upset with with California approving it and with yeah. these other states mm-hmm. approving it, to now all of a sudden you change the the the, the narrative. Because several other states came out and said, "Hey, we're about to put this." Exactly. On New York was next. Right. New York was next, yeah. and then I think it's a couple other. So, too. so why is it that all of a sudden, rather than continue to hold your hold your frame to 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 what you were so firm on before, why do you all of a sudden, you know what, to avoid going sure. to court? Let's go ahead and do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, that's it. And let's listen to another clip here. This one. Um, by the way, the last clip was brought to us by Get Up on ESPN. This one, Outside the Lines, and this one also features Jeremy Schapp and uh, Congressman, Senator, whatever he is, Mitt Romney. <laughs> well, I was pleased that the Board of Governors recognizes that we got a lot of athletes that come from very poor backgrounds that need some additional remuneration, in some cases to take care of their families, uh, but to provide for themselves as well. So I- I'm glad they recognize that. But I hope they also recognize that this whole idea of using name, image, and likeness as a way to compensate athletes could lead to some very unusual circumstances that need to be avoided. So there's some work that needs to be done. Yeah, clearly, the devil is going to be in the details here. But did you see this decision from the NCAA as a delaying action or is it actually an embrace of a new model? Well, I think given the California legislation and the fact that the Board of Governors is saying, yeah, okay, we're open to this idea, uh, that suggests that there's actually going to be some movement here. And if not, why I think Congress will act to make some movement, because I think we recognize it's just not fair to have these athletes uh, giving the kind of time they give to their sport and not receiving any kind of compensation or remuneration, uh, particularly at at a time when they come from very, very poor families in many cases. But look, what you can't have, is a couple of athletes on campus driving around in Ferraris while everybody else is you know, basically uh, having a hard time making ends meet. And you can't have a setting where some schools that are in major markets or, or have big sport followings, some schools are like the honeypot, and everybody, all the great athletes, all want to go to those handful of schools. Then you, then you kill collegiate sports. So there needs to be some adjustment to the whole name, image, and likeness approach to make sure that we don't create those problems. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Wait, first of all, that last part, the number one, the Ferrari thing. Because we live in Los Angeles, go to UCLA, go to USC, go to LMU, go to Pepperdine. Guaranteed, there's a Ferrari on all of those campuses driven by the everyday student, not an For athlete. Sure. Just do it. Mm-hmm. If you ever come to LA, go do it. You'll be amazed at what these kids out here are driving. I am jealous of all of them and their moms and their daddies. Okay. <laughs> part two, when he talks about the, what he didn't say was competitive balance, but that's what he meant. There's already a, there's already non-balance when it comes to this. There's already the honeypot schools that a lot of the good kids go to. Yeah, it's ar- with the setup that it is now, it's already there. Yeah, them making money off their image, name, and likeness, that won't really change. Now, what will change 
in my perspective, is the businesses that do direct deals with a lot of these schools to now have much more direct access to the players. Right. Which, from a detailed perspective, the NCAA will now probably attempt to control and say, hey, if you want the ability to do these types of things and do these types of marketing advertising deals with these athletes, you need to be a registered partner of the NCAA, not of the university. Mm. That is where yeah. things will get complicated. And so when we talked about the NCAA video game and its uh, comeback, which we all want, come on. Come bring on, it back, EA, bring it back. Bring it back. But that's something where the NCAA might use as the first tool and go, all right, we'll let it come back. We'll let the guys make money off their name, image, likeness, um, be used in the game. But because EA Sports is a registered partner of the NCAA, now everybody else fall in line. Yeah, that makes sense. Compared to um, different companies, large, mid-sized, or small, doing individual deals with the colleges themselves and now saying, hey, because we're doing a deal, we're doing a deal solely because they have access to this player. And if you do that from a business model, it it hurts the schools in a way because unless a school gets a top recruit, well, then how many other businesses are going to want to do those types of deals? Right. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> along those same lines. Yes. So, does this eliminate the possibility of uh, of players gaining endorsements while they're in school? Yes, it limits it. It because limits it, but it doesn't eliminate it. It doesn't eliminate it, but okay. it is limited because of this control this power struggle which is now going to be a fight for the next two years right 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 and so we're we're possibly going to see schools in my opinion fight for the right to say hey we don't want the ncaa telling us what to do what to do and how to do it so these kids can get paid somehow some way now from a recruiting standpoint to what Mitt romney was talking about that could also come into play quite honestly if we actually look at it from an objective perspective Versus him calling out poor people, which wasn't necessary. Right. He's dog. You ain't had to do all that. But now if I'm a USC competing with Alabama, Texas, Michigan, Florida for a kid, for the ability to just go recruit a kid, now you're actually bringing a true business proposal to that family. And you're saying, well, we have the partnerships in place for you to possibly make money off of these things mm. while you're in school. So who has the better business deals already on, on, in line? Right. Now, because it's a completely different approach. It's a business pr- approach versus, dog, you're going to play. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah. So, now, so now, would y'all say that that opens the door to high school seniors? Possibly getting having conversations with with various companies that are partnered with these schools. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that will. I think that can sway how the recruiting level, how recruiting is taking place in the next couple of years. Right, because now at this point, it's like it's anything goes, kind of in terms of like finances. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just in terms of me coming to your crib. Mm-hmm. You know, we're sponsored by Nike. Nike's are you've already had conversations with Nike. Nike actually wants to and sign I, you to I, an endorsement deal I, while you're in college. And I think I don't think that's going to happen either because the shoe contracts are with the schools as well as the coach. Right, but I'm speaking more so not even I'm not speaking shoe deal. Okay. I'm speaking more so on you as a as a as a walking mm-hmm. advertisement as for a brand, us. Yeah. As, as a, a brand. brand. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a madhouse. Which you'll see. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be crazy. What, something that you will see, guaranteed you will see a lot of car dealerships. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Oh, guaranteed. guaranteed. If it go yeah. if it goes the way I think it will. It will you'll see a lot of car dealerships. And now and actually the fu- I was gonna say something. 
But the messed up part is, so at my previous job where I was handling, or I was, you know, one of the people in charge of bringing in corporate partnerships for two schools here in LA, LMU and Pepperdine, I mentioned in, you know, previous episodes before, this would have been something that I could use to my advantage to get a company to jump on board for LMU or Pepperdine and say, hey, here are athletes that we have on campus now. Here's who we're going to go get. How would you like to be affiliated with this player? Yeah. Versus the school, which was my original pitch. But now the pitches are changing, again, even for the schools themselves, because now they're selling the players. And you can say, now you have direct access to them versus a meet and greet. Right. Yeah. Which was something that we could facilitate a little bit. But now it's not only can you do a meet and greet, but now you can also handle the business card. Yeah. So now what? So what type of. What type of. Um, so once they're. Over these next two years, once they're able to go ahead and. And take this time because I'm sure they are you on it. I'm sure they've already created some things. But once once it's all said and done, what do you think the uh, the bylaws of this of this law or of this new rule is going to look like? What what type of what type of um, restrictions do you see placed on this? I think it's, well, it depends on which way it goes. It's either register party with NCAA in order to advertise with athletes or. If the schools fight hard for it, as well as uh, different state governments fight hard for it, too, and say we can do individual deals based on what the school permits and not what the NCAA permits. So I think that is going to be the biggest thing from there. If the NCAA still has a hold on it, well, yeah, it'll be very limited because I think now it was starting to kind of click is I I think what the biggest argument is amongst the guys on these panels, uh, like on Get Up and, and right here on um, Outside, Outside the Lines, is that um, the players aren't being compensated for their actual performance. performance. Right. Yeah. Like, it's more so right. getting a check for who they are rather than what they do. And that, and that is still wrong in the sense of, again... If there's 22 guys on the field at the same time we're using football, for example, if there's 22 guys on the field, mm-hmm. five people off their name will probably get some. Possibly max. Right. So you're looking at, yeah. all right, so if we're looking at the top 60 schools in Division One football, so FBS schools, and there's 120, but really 60 of them matter the most. Mm-hmm. Let's just be real. So half of that pool is already gone. Right. But now you have 60 quarterbacks yeah. who are getting money. A potential wide receiver from 10 of them. Mm-hmm. You have a defensive end who might get something. Yeah. You might have a, a DB line, or two. DB, linebacker, hybrid, a nickelback, whatever. Yeah. Long snapper. <laughs> right, and, but those are the guys. Low key, the, guy, the specialists right. might be the guys. No, well, they or, probably or will be a, the guys that you don't a necessarily. That's get, saving your team right. every week. Yeah, that's getting pubbed. Right. Yeah. Or a right, or or what about it comes to a situation where now these uh, award finalists and these award winners right. start to get compensated right. Right. some type of way. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? And now that's a new and that's a new cachet for your advertisement. It's look at Belinikov winner, so and so and so. Belinikov is for wide receivers, by the way, y'all. Uh, you have the buckets award. You got all these other awards. Like now you have these mm-hmm. other things to attach to the advertisement. Again, that still is such a small pool of people that are getting compensated. Right. And you're not even including the Olympic Olympic sport athletes who right, really right. do get to make the national team for whether it's here in America or their respective countries, who still might not get something, but who can 
come, for example, um, Jamil Hill did an article in the Atlantic about the uh, UCLA gymnast who just graduated this past year. Mm-hmm. How she actually got a lot of attention, had the ability to make a lot of money because she had so much hype around her, but couldn't. Yeah. Or Simone Biles. What if she's at a you know D one school, whatever it may be? She could be in Nebraska, using it as you said earlier. But that's somebody who can really thrive and profit off of their own image like and that's an individual sport. Right. Yeah. And not a team sport. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's gonna be tricky because I mean, when you break it down like that, only a game like NCAA could get everybody paid. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and that's then, one check, and that's yeah. one check a year. Yeah, that's one and check, that, and really, you're getting royalties on that. You're getting a small chunk of royalties because there's a new version every, every year. year. Yeah, and you're not in school every year. So and the after your fourth gone, year, or, right. or whenever you leave, right? No mas. Yeah. Right. And uh, who's to say that this could truly be? Players could still get be prevented from getting money on off of it. Because let's say NCAA 21 comes out. All right. mm-hmm. Now, because games are digital, all you got to do is download a new roster and keep the same game. Yeah. Right. So are you going to pay them for downloading rights mm. to update the rosters when once upon a time we were doing it, not illegally, but we were doing it because some nerd, Somebody some nerd did it and then downloaded it to the PS2 and then yeah. we took a memory card. I was like, ooh, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. I know people that are still playing uh, 2K uh, football. See? Uh, and all they do is just update yeah. the rosters, and it's still you know it's pretty good. Uh, it's still a game, yeah. Yeah. right? So the game itself does not die. Right. The player themselves do not die at least in the virtual world. So how do you get paid off virtual royalties that really we haven't seen be traced, tracked? And this isn't even talking about Netflix subscriptions where the movie and film and TV industry is still struggling with that. Yeah. From yeah. streaming them. Yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's a lot more that has to go into this. I mean. You know, because I ain't going to lie, when I first heard it, I saw it as a win. I did, too. I saw it as Until a win. literally just now. Yeah, for real. Because <laughs> I'm like, wow. But now it's like, it's it's so much. It's a big way into it to where it's like, literally just getting paid for your 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 name and likeness. That's nothing. Right. Yeah. That's nothing. And the, and even even the fact that, like you said, unless unless these states go deeper into it, when it comes to getting these these guys like compensation, yeah, um, it, it doesn't really it doesn't really help. And, and something yeah. that you got to remember too, the one thing about college sports and why a lot of people tend to like college sports compared to pros is the power structure. So you have a coach that's making all the money, players that aren't making anything. So who's in charge? Yeah. We all know who's in charge mm-hmm. compared to the pros where people have an issue where you have your top star athlete making more than their coach. Right. And now there's a power balance. Right. So now if you have a team of 85 eligible guys to get on the field and 10 of them as a total based on who they are, if they're, if all their marketing deals in total were to amass or even surpass their head coach, that's 10 guys against one. Now. True. And, and college coaches are not letting that happen. That's why a lot of them stay there. Right. Because you run the show and nobody gets to talk back because what do you have over them? Their scholarship. Right. Yeah. But if somebody's now making enough money where they don't need their scholarship, what are you going to tell them? Yeah, that's true. Or where that scholarship means nothing. Right. If I I have a $200,000 scholarship to go to a a nice school, but I got a million-dollar deal? And then they still... And then because I'm... I'll, I'll, I'll probably end up going pro, especially in basketball. 
I'll probably yeah. end up going pro. Right. Do you really think I need to stay here to yeah. make this money that was, right. was one of my driving and forces we, to play in this sport yeah. at and this we, level? And we've seen guys now in the last two years, even Darius Baisley last year, who decided to skip college altogether to go do a paid million-dollar internship with New Balance. Yeah. Right. So, so, and by the way, Rich Paul set that up. Shout out to Clutch. Where is that kid? He is with the Thunder, I think. He got drafted oh, first round. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't even know. Basically got yeah, Basley did get drafted first round. I think it is by the Thunder. Okay. Yeah. I, he was in he was a pick in the twenties. Okay. Like late wow. teens. Late so teens he, to he, early 20s. he he won. Yeah. He, he did. clearly won. Yeah. yeah. He so clearly and won. that was and that was a model that was tried out for the very first time ever. Yeah. And now that it's been tried and true on a off on a one on one, now let's see if this happens again on the even much more lucrative standpoint like is nike gonna offer internships is puma gonna offer internships is adidas gonna offer internships now and then you have the shoe companies again who still run sports now yeah. there's other ways for them to go well you really don't have to go to school yeah because you can really make money now basketball is easy because it's just one year removed mm, versus right. football where you need those three need years three. yeah so what we could see too though is guys who um try to you know defy the system going back historically Mike Williams from USC, wide receiver, mm, yeah. uh, and then the running back from Ohio State, uh, Maurice Claret, who were uh, who attempted to be one of done from football, who still had to wait some time. But if somebody has a historic freshman season and they just need money to live off of for two years and get all the training that they need, if you have enough hype and stock from that very first year, and you're just trying to preserve your body, make sure you do not get hurt. This is where that marketing money now comes into play. Who dictates that? We don't know yet, but that's something to be seen and remain. And I mean, somebody who just did that recently, Nick Bosa. Oh, yeah, he true. sure did. He's he could have came back. Yeah. He could have yeah. came back and played yeah. at Ohio right. State that's last year. Sure. He right. was like, nah, I'm going to kick it. I'm right. going to kick it. You know? Yeah. And, then, and then another trend you might see in that as well, you might see uh, uh, football players going to prep schools. Cause you know you go to uh, a prep yeah. school that counts, so you could go to after a prep school you could go to a university for two years and be out. So oh, technically wow. you'd be a sophomore. Yeah, they, that's what uh, Lashawn McCoy did. Okay, didn't know that. Yeah. That actually I did not know either. Yeah. Okay. Man. So it's it's it's, it's loopholes around yeah. all that. It's a funky dynamic in the NCAA caving in, which is exactly what they did. Yeah. They did. They didn't want to do this. They caved. They caved. But they got. But how they? But how much they cave? We'll see. Because again, they still haven't seen the rules. There's no right. There's still no rules. It's just all they said was we're going to let this thing happen. Y'all don't know how it's going to happen just yet. Exactly. And they gave everybody two a year and a half to really figure it out collectively. Because again, NCAA is trying to avoid a lot of you know uh, legislation and avoid going to court with fifty states. Right, right, right. Nobody wants to go to court that much. Not so. Uh, that is to uh, be remained So we will continue to tap in on that And provide updates as needed and necessary uh, Time for the last segment G Cue up Ice-T for me Please <laughs> Oh man Hey 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 Shout out to Ice-T Also R.P. John Willisman Yeah man. R.I.P. to Pops, man. Shout out Granddad, man. So what? Bang, 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 bang. 
Yes. So what's here? Our last segment is called "Who You Hating On." It's the chance for you to vent, get something off your chest. It could be funny. It could be serious. It could be sports. It really doesn't have to be, but it's something for us to crack jokes on still. Uh, so whoever you hating on, follow me. Step into the mic. Who you hating on, dog? I would have to say my Atlanta Falcons. Whoa. You yes. should get off the I'm narc- a Falcons fan. You should get I'm off that narcotic. I hated on him like a month ago, didn't I? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> you should get off that narcotic. <laughs> Man, ever since the Super Bowl, we've been downhill. This season's been rough to watch. Lost Sanu. Bro, y'all gave Sanu. I woke up in the morning like, what? Just looking at it at a yeah. double blink and look and at it. Y'all gave yeah. Sanu to the best team in the world. Yeah. Man. And they still roll it. Yeah. <laughs> Only gave my dog two catches in his debut. Man, he's he's good. But you know that ball, you know that ball floats around in New England. What yeah. does it? It really do. They change they change receivers like they change draws around there. Man. Yeah. But that's like, how New England has survived low key. They don't oh put all their money gosh. in the receivers. I didn't like, even know they tried to get him on the draft day. And then the Falcons were like, nah, it's okay. We're going to have a great year. Belichick, Belichick got that thing about where if he don't get you the first time, he, he will get, get you again. And if he yeah. lose yeah. you, you'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he get free. rid of you. Like, for, free. He, for real. Because he done, he done had he done had plenty. It's like, I want to say. Deion Branch. Deion Branch. Oh, he man. did it with a, a few of his linebackers. Oh, yeah. He did it with. Um, he let Junior say he out of retirement. Uh, Chung? Patrick Chung, oh, he, he should to go to the Eagles. He came, yeah, he right, came back. right back. Like mm-hmm. he does it all the time. And they get it all, pick him right back up on free agency. Yeah, trade for him cheaper. away for cheaper. Then, come on back. Yeah, and they're yeah. not gonna say no because they're gonna get some rings. Right, man. Yeah. You go to New England to win, not to have fun. Didn't Tim Hightower come and go like three or four times? Yes, bro. Tim Hightower left, came back, left, came oh, he back. He sure did. Yeah, he now sure he a coach. Did. Man, yeah, he is oh, for yeah. them. Yeah, all right. That's Jeez. the system, man. That is the system. All right, doesn't who you hating on? Yeah. Who am I hating on? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, breaking news. Steph Curry broke his hand. For real? Against the Phoenix Suns. Just came through across the ticker tape on Almost my phone. Almost laughed at it. <laughs> Stop it. Laugh after the vote. Damn it. You know how I feel about Steph. Stop. Hey, bro, they got the Madden curse over there. <laughs> oh, they got the K- they got the KD curse. That's what it is. Oh, <laughs> the babe, new Babe Ruth. Bro. Oh, wow. He broke and, and, his joint. And they're losing to the Suns right wait, now. Wait, 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 wait. 104 to 85. It's 104 I, to 85. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, my happy gosh. Happy day. The words are losing. Where oh all y'all gosh. bandwagon fans Bro, at go now? To, go to videos. They Where y'all have, at? They might show him walking into the locker room. They're not skipping with they, to each they, other anymore. They probably, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Bro. But well, you know what? Post show, this game is still yep, going on. Go. Oh, where is it? Here we go. I think it's the one that's playing. All right, cool. While we're waiting at the load, because they got commercials, D, who you hating on? But uh, who am I hating on, man? Um, I'm hating on the... I'm I'm hating on the Jets GM, dog. <laughs> I'm hating on them, man, because they was trying to get they was trying to get rid of everybody. Yeah, Robbie Anderson, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell, yeah. Jamal, Jamal Adams. Adams. Yeah. Uh, they got rid but, of uh, Leonard Williams. Like, yeah, what's the deal? The next like, four. Yeah, like literally sent him down the road. Yep. Like, you know what? Hey, Giants, uh, we're going to send Leonard down your way. Like, yeah, down the street. Have fun, down the man. street. Yeah, like, and then. Keep his so, locker room. So the thing, the thing that kills me with these guys that run these organizations, like. A lot of them ain't smart. They I'm not. Like, 
they not strategic. Like they not they not really smart about how they do things. I just don't really understand it because there's no way you have a franchise like the Jets who who's young. Their core is young. Yeah, and you don't have the proper people in place to to create a winning environment. And I'm not saying y'all going undefeated. I'm not saying y'all going Super Bowl. But you have enough good young pieces in place to where you should have a system. Go eight and eight. Yeah, yeah. come this on is, now. This like, is what happens though in a league where only one team has remained has maintained two decades worth of uh, consistency, and that is New England. But the rest of the league has no patience. Still runs a good old boy network system, which half y'all good old boys suck at what you do. I've seen it firsthand. Half y'all can really lose your job. I'm just saying. Um, there's no diversity, so there's not even a diverse Dang, set of minds. Are you hating on them too? I'm hating on a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still bitter about some stuff. But anyway, <laughs> that, that yes, if you don't attempt to have some type of consistency within your organization top down, you have no chance of um, attempting to even be a consistent playoff team year in, year out. I mean, look at New England As much as people Try to duplicate it And they only try to duplicate it From people who come Under Belichick If you actually Took the time and research To find somebody With a brilliant mindset There's a lot of black guys Out there in NFL Who can actually do this A lot better than Half y'all GMs and coaches Currently standing But I digress on that And also Real talk There's some women out there That can run some teams too I'm saying it I'm putting it out there Go look a little bit deeper Than somebody who's been fired The last 10 years in a row For doing the same damn thing That's produced zero results That's produced zero Pro Bowls And hasn't produced not one ounce Of being close to being a Super Bowl contender Do your research Just find better people Yeah, so guess what? I'm hating on the system (laughs) Chico This is not going to be a shocker for a lot of people But I'm hating on Andre Drummond um, everybody say hey. he's playing great. I uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Oberon, shout out Ober. Um, What's up, Ober? He was in a uh, a movie, a Detroit movie. It had uh, hoops in there, which was <laughs> it was interesting. Um, but Andre Drummond just happened to be in the movie, and uh, Andre Drummond was talking about selling dope. Uh, Wait, what? what? <laughs> yeah, Andre- me say what? Andre Drummond was talking about selling dope in the movie. Come on. And acting like a gangster. Now, I'm from Detroit, and I need, uh. I need answers from everybody who actually signed off on that. So, I'm hating on Andre Drummond. Uh, take your craft a little more serious. Um, quit acting. Quit making music. We've talked about this before. Stick to sports. Stick to sports. Shut up and dribble. Okay. I'm sorry. For him, <laughs> for yeah. That, for, when it comes to you and rapping, shut up and dribble, dog. Yeah, and acting, too, because that was a... What Detroit? Wait, what movie, movie was it? <laughs> it's called First Lady Two. It, it was on Amazon. <laughs> did it premiere? Did it premiere on BET? No, it was on uh, Amazon. Actually, oh, it was on Amazon. But Young Dro was in it, so I'm gonna. Whoa! Stop right now. now, one thing I will say is KDZ, you actually did a great job. So if you actually listen to this, bro, you did an amazing did job. You, say you did more roles. He did a great job, bro. KDZ. Like, yeah, in my hood. Bang. Yeah, Anybody that's on Detroit listen, you know the song. Yeah, facts. <laughs> you know the song. Yeah, KDZ needs a lot more roles in bigger movies. But at the same time, oh, man. Andre Drummond, you need to stop. Simmer down, Andre. Yeah, bro. Simmer down and uh, work in your post game. Get traded. Yeah, <laughs> hey, he just Blake went off too. the other night, though. Oh, he's been going yeah. crazy. Oh, while we're talking basketball, 
Um, there are three guys in this room at the moment that are in the same fantasy basketball league. How'd y'all team do after week one? I won. I actually Dominated. beat my, uh, I I beat won my publisher, bro. Dominated. So, sorry, Benton. I know you're listening. Let's bad, see. Bro. Let's look at score. love. I'm playing. I'm playing you right now, dog. What's that score? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm playing you right now. That's homie. what's up. I'm about to look at the score. Yeah. Hey, I ain't gonna lie though. The other night when AD put up 85 points on my whole team, bruh, bruh. That just happened to me right now. I got James Harden. He put up like 85. Mm. But I'm still losing. Yo, they be going off. They be going off. Oh, I'm 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 beating you. Yeah, yeah I know. Shit. I didn't know. I didn't know. I know. Yeah, I, I saw you. Were. I saw your 85. I was just like, dog. I knew, I knew you were beating player, me. One player took out my entire team that night. I left. I, I left uh, Mike Conley on the bench. I, I wasn't really. I, I ain't had oh, no faith in him. Really? Uh, I had no faith in him. Yeah, I'm getting smoked. By but it's all good, you know. With basketball, it's a long week, man. That's you know, it it's, it's a, a very long, long week. week. Football, so same seven thing one. Football fantasy. Football oh, yeah. fantasy is I'm seven and one. I'm seven and one right now. Oh, I'm zero and eight and one Jeez. and two and six, bro. Oh. Tell him who you traded. I don't want to talk about it. Wait, wait. He put your blast. What's the trade? <laughs> who did we trade? It was so at, y'all did the trade we, with each other. Yeah, yeah. Before we even started, oh. I traded uh, Alvin Kamara for uh, Patrick uh, Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes and, and uh, who else? Who's the running back from the Bengals? Oh, and, oh, uh, mixing? mixing, yeah, mixing. Y'all mixing. So you got rid of one for two. Yeah. Wait a minute, you traded Alvin for my who's your QB? And, and now Mahomes is. I had Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You have or had? I have Tom. Still has him. Uh, yeah, I still Tom have Tom Brady. He'll give you a lot of yards, but Tom Brady still give you like a legit fifteen to but twenty-four I, points depending see, on the week. But then he never played Patrick. I didn't play Patrick till like week four. <laughs> Oh no! You all right? We're done. Unless you have <laughs> Lamar Jackson, you gotta play Patrick. Sir, I am muting you. Or Russell. Or Russell Wilson. <laughs> I am muting this man. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> like this year's fantasy was just was not for me, dog. Like basketball, you know, I'm having a little bit more fun. This is about know? to be a long basketball season. Yeah, I'm just basketball, that right now. <laughs> basketball's been cool. And I'm then, so glad it's weekly, not daily. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. That yeah, because yeah. it's cool on the with the basketball joint. Like you could see the daily points that's been you know accumulated throughout the day. Yeah, yep. and then you know at the end of the week, like I didn't check mine last week, and I was like, well, I'm blowing this cat out. I don't know who I played, but I dogged him. Yeah, I uh, Robert Covington got to go for me. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. No, exactly. I'm uh, GM confession or not GM, but um, commissioner oh. confession. Uh-huh. I actually messed up on the scoring on the first week. <laughs> not the first week, but like the first two days. Somebody called me and said, yo, this isn't right. So I actually had to go fix it. So now everything's accurate. All right, oh, cool. Okay. But, so, yeah, the scores you got now and the scores, you know, they're all accurate. But all right, cool. The yeah. first two days were bad. I was like, yo, this is low. Then I went, oh, <laughs> yeah, we like, they were low. They were extremely I pe- low. I peed them, but I didn't think too much into it. Yeah. All right, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm running a, I'm running an NFL league And I'm also running This is tough for me so Oh man got All right, all right. <laughs> Yeah Mark, Mark for sure Got me today But uh Like I half mean, my squad played Right exactly And my lowest person Was stupid Robert Covington Who only put up nine Thanks Yeah I'm playing my I'm boys, surprised Kelvin. you started Robert Covington That's well You have to well, change it Because, it's, because it's, he's a small forward You could change it by the day yeah. If you yeah. wanted to Really? You leave it. Like you, you have seven days day. to get your ish together. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like baseball, but yes. In baseball stats, you still got to deal with whip and war. Yeah, yeah. Well, not war, but you got to deal with whip, and that's just its own monster. And especially mm-hmm. if you don't understand that stat, don't play. Mm-hmm. Facts. 
don't this, play fantasy baseball if you don't hard. understand whip, and that applies specifically to pitchers. Mm-hmm. I'm not even getting to the details of that because it's just complicated. Mm-hmm. And see, I don't, I don't even know how the scores work on like fantasy basketball. I don't, I'm just like, oh, they. It's pretty much like, an accumulation of what you did from a performance standpoint, and then what hinders you is like your uh, free throw and field goal percentage. Yeah, and if mm. you get like a triple double, it's like double. Or if you get or yeah. it's triple, if you get a double oh, double, it's double. Okay. Quadruple yeah. double is four times what you're scoring. Yeah, so like Oh, Anthony that's Davis. why Julius Randle been killing so well. <laughs> He's been getting double doubles. He's been getting like 40 something. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> so stat lines in basketball really matter. So if you know somebody that's going to average a double double like throughout the season, that's who you need to get. Y'all been sleep on PJ Washington. He been oh, yeah, killing. Oh yes. my gosh. What's your uh fantasy name? On this one, OPM Shooters. Other people's money. Come on now. Hey, shout out to Don Kennedy, man. What's up, Don? Pull up to the show. Come talk sports. Come on, Don. <laughs> Come on. OPM Shooters. <laughs> All right, Wes, before we get out of here, tell the people how they can find you. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at uh, that snapper Bertoni. That's then the snapper. name. And then on Twitter is uh, W underscore Bertoni58. Go ahead and follow me on those things. I Keep promote all my long snapping lessons and uh, game pictures before the games and updates all up there. Cool. Yeah. Cool. G, tell um, pro- Underscore producer G. D. You know, uh, IG, D Presley 14. Twitter, D underscore Presley 14. Tap in. You know, um, yeah, I'm active on Twitter now. Come on, you know, hey, talk to I just me got, on Twitter. I, just, I, just, I, I got active on Twitter well, the last two days. I go crazy on Twitter. <laughs> Dude, follow the, follow the uh, show on IG at Sports Talk Mark, and then follow me on Twitter, Sports Talk Mark 7. Yep, that's it. That's been a good show, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's yeah, one for yeah. the books. Wes, come back through at the end of the season. We'll definitely keep you tapped in and have everybody else tap into you, especially yeah, going into good. the offseason with the you high school it. kids. Um, we love to see the progress of them. If you find a you know diamond in the rough, bring them to the show. We want to broadcast all the kids out there that we can to help them get some love and exposure. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. y'all know how we do. Peace, love, blessings. We are out of here. Peace. Peace.